Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got an heart. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right, and it is summertime, so we are gonna pack up the car with some snacks, head over to the REI and buy the most expensive camping gear we can find, only to go out in the woods and get lost. And hilarity will ensue. Oh, hilarity <laughs> or something will ensue. Uh, that's right. So here at Jersey Ghouls, we like to celebrate summer in the best way we can. So we're going to take a wrong turn, Jackie. See what it, ooh. We're going to take two wrong turns. Ooh. And they're not going to make a right. No, they're not going to no. lead us right back to the start. No. no, two wrongs don't make a right with this one. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're going to dive into the original 2003 wrong turn and also the remake from 2021. Yeah. We decided to skip everything in the middle. I think I've seen a few of them. They're not. Yeah. Typical, very overdone, gory, yeah. cannibal stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let's jump right in here and uh, enjoy summer the best way we can, which is trekking through the Appalachian Trail uh, of West Virginia. All I'm saying, if it's a 2003, it's mm-hmm. 2003, I'm trekking through the woods, mm-hmm. getting a little hot, a little sweaty, a little lost. A little bit, yeah. If I can be doing it with Elijah Dushku <laughs> in a tank top, I'm not then bad. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not bad. I am okay. Yeah, and you're, and that's with Jeremy Sisto and the guy from Dexter. Right. Also. Yeah. I know, they're yummy, but I'm sorry. They're Nobody compares. Yeah. I mean, she is like... Oh, in peak Eliza Dushku. Yes. Dushku, I think it is. No, she was one of the first women that I... Because like, I didn't watch... The X Files when I was younger. She opened that door for you. She yeah. opened that door for like, you. Yeah. Now, like, I feel like if I watched the X Files when I was younger, yeah, it would have been like that whole super confused Mulder or Scully, like, which side am I going on? I don't know. But, like, I never watched that when I was younger. As an adult, I keep switching sides because of Mulder and Scully. Sure. I know for a lot of women, they say, like, Angelina Jolie is, like, their mm. peak. Yeah. No, nah, Elijah. She would be like your, I'm going to officially just join oh, the other team. Oh, I could, I could absolutely. She's on my list. Mm. She's up there with David Tennant. Mm, like if wow, I can, that's high. if yeah, I can, I would. Yeah. Yeah. So me too. Um, Only see, for not for her, for like right. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, sure. She's my, sure. Yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. No. So, uh, getting, getting, uh, you know, when Bring It On came out in that little cheerleader costume. Yeah. Like, let me go ahead and objectify her. <laughs> you are being very objective. Holy crap. Uh, very objectified, but you know yeah. what? That's, that's okay. I'm sure she appreciates hey. the recognition oh, that we're yeah. giving her. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. Well, so feelings for her aside, yes. I do think that this film does an interesting, uh, play on gender roles. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was something that struck me from the very beginning of this film in that Jeremy Sisto's character is like wearing the little flower thing and I think he's presented as very in touch with his feelings and very like, yeah. you know, like he's talking about their wedding constantly and he's doing, you know, and, and I think that the the girl, meanwhile, his his girlfriend, what was her name? I forgot her name. I, I had it written down. But the girlfriend, oh, Carl, her Carly. Carly. Right? Carly was... Kind of like the dude of the relationship in that way. If, if you're going to apply that type of ridiculous stereotyping. Um, she, the way they dressed her, the way they had her interact, I thought that it was an interesting like twist. But then with the um, two main characters, Chris and what was Eliza? Jess. Jess, thank you. With the two main characters, Chris and Jess, I thought it was more of a normative, like here's your final girl and here's this guy with her. And I don't 
know. I, I, I didn't hate what they were trying to do, but I did think it was something that could have been cool, but they, it was too accidental to be, to really get anywhere. I felt like this movie did an okay job. I, this, this was like mediocre down, down the road for me. Like this oh, was completely sure. down the yeah. middle. Because I thought they did well with that sense of dread that you get in movies where like it's an isolation horror, where mm-hmm. it is a survival horror. I thought they did a good job with some of the scenes and the tension building there. But overall, it was just very meh. Meh. Like, it wasn't yeah. bad, but it wasn't great. And to me, it was just like, we're going to just rip off the Hills Have Eyes. Like, we're going right. to do this another a, inbred hillbilly. Yeah. The poor man's Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. And I felt like when, so then when they take these characters who were kind of poorly flushed out, but interesting in their dynamic with each other, and then pit them against the super hyper-masculinized you know, cannibals in the woods trope. I thought maybe they were going to go somewhere with all of it. Like, cause at the beginning they showed all those things about like the genetic mutations and the people yeah. in the Appalachians. And I was like, okay, this is a, a story that is, you know, 20 years, nine, 30 years after Texas Chainsaw, after deliverance, they're going to say something interesting about the cannibalism trope or like the backwoods horror trope. And it did it. That's where like my frustration came in. I felt like I got all excited thinking, okay, this is gonna be something smart and move the conversation forward about like the the cannibalist backwood horror. I just feel like it never got there. What they failed to do in this movie, it made me think of that episode home from the X-Files. Oh heck yeah. With yeah. I mean, you wanna talk about being which able takes to place explore in New Jersey. Yeah. which be able like you can explore what happens with like the backwoods inbred like what happens with you know that very isolated family that ends up just breeding with each other right and that was seven years before this right and i feel like they did such a good job like that's where you can take that concept and explore and make it be interesting interesting. Mm -hmm. as opposed to this is just oh look they're cannibals yeah and it was (laughs) i mean now granted it was a vehicle for some stan winston special effects which i can't get mad at stan winston special Mm -hmm. effects but really, I feel like it was just the, okay, you know, it's like when you eat chips and dip. The chip is really just the vehicle to put the onion dip in your mouth. Like, the inbreds here, they were just there so we could get so to we the can have the, the right. Yeah, so, so we, we can, can get to the, the mutilation, right. and, and, which was gnarly, and yeah, I liked it. Right. But, but it was, mm, I agree with you. And, and there, like, so I dove into the history of, like, cannibalism and specifically the trope of the backwoods cannibals, right? Okay. Um, because I agree with you. I thought that we had a really good opportunity here, and we totally blew it and instead just got, like, a good scenes, but just not really a lot of meat on the bones. <laughs> Get it? Cannibals. But anyway, um, cannibal folklore goes all the way back to, like, fairy tales, all that kind of stuff. But in American folklore... And in American, like, culture, the the other folk cannibal was always a representation of the other. And more specifically, when I say the other, the racial other, or even more specifically, the natives, right? Mm-hmm. So this all originates with European colonialism. It then translates into this, like, Southern Gothic tradition. And when you say Southern Gothic, you almost picture, like, you know, uh, something... M- so much less gothic and so much more rural because what when i first time reason when people say gothic i still think 
richly and like castle and yeah, like, you know, honestly, whereas, you say Southern Gothic, and the first thing I think of is Interview with a Vampire, right? Like and I'm that's thinking like correct, the big like that home sprawling, then, right? But really, the truth is, it's more of this rural Southern Gothic mm-hmm. where it's like basically it goes from in the movies it goes from like the westerns where the cannibals were always the natives Mm -hmm. into this like 60s and 70s boom of just cannibalism but not necessarily backwoods ones because it was all italy so it was it was very much rural cannibalism and it was usually a xenophobic thing but it was always like like the umberto lenzi movies right then it goes comes over to america gains popularity in the grindhouse exploitation films but where we really see cannibalism take a front seat in horror in my opinion was deliverance in 1972 mm-hmm. which some people would say isn't horror i think it's horror adjacent definitely um it's fucking horrific it's that's for disturbing sure. yes uh and Texas Chainsaw, obviously, which, mm-hmm. you know, 1972's Deliverance, 1974's Texas Chainsaw, it creates the standard for the backwoods cannibal trope. And now we've seen it evolve. And all through all of this, the other quote, you know, and I'm using air quotes here, again, always ties to this idea that the people in the woods are not us. They're the other, and they're barbaric, and they're horrible, and we're better, and they're evil. And that trope carries through so many of these films in an interesting way that really talks to, I think, an ignorance of American culture. In that we think this is ours somehow. Yeah. We think that our way is the best. We think, how dare you? Listen, I'm not saying it's okay for the, you know, the the Texas Chainsaw guys to eat people. But I'm certainly saying that there is a hubris to our constant as American filmmakers and American film watchers being like, ugh, look at those well, monsters. we're the ones that define what being civilized is. And if you right. don't meet our expectation of our definition of civilization, then you are the lesser. Right, and they are the danger, right? They are the danger to our colonialism. They're the danger to... Like, they've, they, they're they always seen as very poor. Like, in these movies, they're always wearing rags. They're always... Oh, yeah. You know, and so that Appalachian horror, that, like historically like that that area between like West Virginia right the tip of Virginia and West Virginia all the way down into like Kentucky is always given such a bad and again I'm not defending because I'm sure there are plenty of reasons to be afraid of traipsing through the woods of West Virginia but it's interesting to me how to this day we continue to hold this very deep-rooted fear of what's in the woods Mm -hmm. and that what's in the woods is a very carnal primitive version of ourselves it's interesting. Yeah. It says a lot about our, our own insecurities and how fucked capitalism is, which I'll dive more into for the next movie. But yeah, so anyway, I, I fell down the rabbit hole, and there it is. Yeah. Um, and again, like the whole, we know cannibalism is a metaphor for consumerism, right? And in this movie, I feel like they really shoved that down our throats. Because first I noticed with like the scene where he's like, yeah, and I put every penny I had into my car. Oh, yeah. Or like the scene where... Uh, like Jeremy Sisto in like five different scenes is obsessed with talking about the details of the wedding. Yeah. That's consumerist culture too. That's yeah. capitalism. And so what, now here's my, my question, my big question mark. Number one, the, why do they make the final girl so not capitalist in both of these films? And number two, what is the consumption by the, like how, how does the what what is them eating people supposed to be a metaphor for? What am I missing there? They're consuming. I get it. They're hungry, right? right. But like with zombies, it's like the whole metaphor is that they're they've lost who they are and they're so stupid that they consume. Right. With this, are we just to posit that they're just consuming humans because it's nature to consume and that's the only thing they can consume because they don't have money? They can, therefore they will. 
you know? We like, just, we're, so we're built to consume. And, and, be, and especially because they do, I mean, they're doing it so barbarically. They're doing it so garishly in mm. this movie where, like, I think you're right where I think it's kind of like, it's so on the nose that they're being tongue in cheek with how on the nose it is because they're being so But the movie so doesn't feel smart enough to do that. No. Is that, is that wrong? No, that's not I just not think it's wrong. a happy accident. We maybe, yeah, maybe we're reading way too much into it. Yes, but also wouldn't you say then, then, then that it's not about America's obsession with capitalism, it's, it's our nature? That is what bring, is ultimately bringing us down in all of this. I think these movies, I think cannibal backwoods movies have something to say about the isms. Communism, socialism, fascism. I think mm-hmm. that's the one thing these films do well. But what I'm just not too sure of with either of these films, and this is the hill I'm going to die on of why I don't love these films, is I don't think they know what they want to say about all this. And sometimes, not only with the remake, I think they might be saying something that I don't want to get behind. I'll leave you that little teaser. I'll put a pin in that. Yeah, I mean, and like the other side of that coin is they're not saying any of that. They wanted to make a gory movie. And (laughs) it's just they kind of fell into this conversation. About this trope, right? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like they wanted to make their own spin on The Hills Have Eyes and Texas Chainsaw and all that. And although, I mean, the, the, the first image that I got actually when you were talking about like the consumerism Mm -hmm. is I also kind of feel um and I don't know if gluttony is the right word because it's not just with food but like with these particular backwoods people like all of the belongings that they've gathered from all the people that they were killed Mm -hmm. they they were just like strewn everywhere trash you know it's like they they took but they wasted it. You know what I mean? Like they just have it piled everywhere and it's just the cars are still filled with all the belongings and you know, they didn't take care of anything that they had. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yet like, they I'm, were so poor, right? In both like they were so poverty stricken as to not obviously not have anything but rags and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So you would think that they would buy into that. You would yeah, think that they would want that. Surrounded by right, all these right. objects, but they don't you, they, they don't, want not for yeah. them, right? Which is, again, saying something I'm just not sure what. Yeah. I did read um, an interesting article that I'll, of course, link. Uh, Hillbilly Horror Reckoning with the Genre 15 Years After Wrong Turn. Um, that was about, like, the Appalachian area and how, like, the reason why everybody's so scared of this, and I'll quote it, is that, that we know Appalachia exists because we need it to exist in order to define what we are not. So it's like, is there something to be said for the existence, obviously minus the barbaric you know, choice of eating human beings and murdering them. Is there something to be said for their their lifestyle and their lack of, and again, this is me in a very anti-capitalist, anti-consumerism mind frame, but I just feel like maybe they're better off in a weird way for it. Like maybe there's something to be said about, because I'd like to believe that so many people live in the Appalachians. They are probably poor, not by choice, because I do think poverty does affect those areas. But they are the same type of poverty that I worry blames liberalism for their policy of their poverty or blames society for their poverty right. in a way that other people maybe had more right to do than them. To a degree, there is a trend of that because there's all these people that are now like living off the grid and people that are mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I live in a tiny house or yeah. van life or wow. I live in an and RV. It's a feeling. It and, is. Yeah. you know, to not be tethered to objects and materialism and just kind of bare bones. And this system, this very you know, what system. you need to survive, 
people like, you know, you're saving money on mortgages and rent because now you can outfit your car to be your home. Yeah. You know, all I you need is an Amazon account yeah. and you can get all the right little things you need to make your car your house and boom, now you're rent free living in the city or wherever. Right. And and in a weird and this is a perfect segue into the the remake mm-hmm. in my opinion, which I think has a little more substance to it in Definitely. that way. But um the, the, the it ties perfectly to that idea because it's like then who who's the real villain here and who is the bad guy and who's doing it wrong and that's i think an important theme being played with and also the the stereotyping of us all right yeah one of the things i loved about the 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 original and the remake is that in the original it felt very comforting to be like i know those guys those guys are going to eat everybody. They're bad news. Like, and that's my stereotype. That's my own weird. And I call it xenophobia, but I feel like it's the wrong word because it's within our own country. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, Jackie, nothing scares me more than very rural, very poor white people. And I know that that's, that might sound like somehow really inappropriate, but it's the, the God's honest truth that if you dropped me in the middle of an Appalachian, very rural yeah. area of this country, I would be more terrified than ever. And that makes total sense as, you know, marginalized yeah. person I mean, that, that grew up in the city. Right. I mean, you're a it Latina just... woman that grew up right outside of New York City in a very city area. That's true. Like, But, I, I, but I, mean, I recognize that that's stereotypical and unfair, right? It would be harsh to say that if I was walked into a bar in West Virginia, I'd get treated the way the kids in this film do. But I think... Maybe I would. I don't know. I, and I'm sure that somebody from a very rural area, you plop them into New York City. They're going to feel the same way. I, I think that's more, I don't think that that's xenophobic. I feel like that's just more a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's being completely unaware you of your yeah. situation because. Listen, if you live in in a very rural, very, uh, you know, remote kind of environment and you're out there listening and i know there are a few of you because you've written to us before but Mm -hmm. tell me if the people around you really are the way these movies portray them if it's fair to say that most people around you are conservative in their beliefs are antiquated are antebellum whatever the words are is this a fair representation because just like i get mad when people say hey yo jersey was good and then i'm like hey yo i'm from new jersey was good like i recognize the irony of the tropes against us as new jerseyans is that fair to say about somewhere like West Virginians in the middle of the Appalachian. I don't know. So get back to me if, if we're off base here because these movies do give you a bum rap and I think that that's a problematic stereotype that our country pretends is okay and our pop culture continues to pretend is okay. But Wrong Turn turns this all on its head. All of these expectations. I I am here to say that remake, Wrong yeah. Turn 2021 mm-hmm. is a reboot. It has nothing to do with the sequels. It's just a reboot of the original okay. that I really enjoyed. Wow, real okay. So I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, but I I will really say that enjoyed. I really enjoyed. It. I, I like this okay. movie. I heard whispers of them trying to make sequels. I hope they are successful with that because I'd be here for it. I'd be interested. Um, yeah. But again, like I I I have my goods and my bads. That's how I broke it up sure. for this film. And one of my favorite goods is that it subverts all of the stereotypes and problematic like assumptions about the people in these types of areas. Yeah. Kind of though. That's where like I get caught up, right? So like if you haven't seen this movie, take a pause, go check it out. Wrong turn 2021. Yeah, we're gonna we're, spoil We're probably gonna spoil, we're gonna spoil, spoil stuff here. Yeah. But this movie has nothing to do with cannibals, ironically. 
Um, and it has, well, I guess there is technically a scene of cannibalism, but it has very little to do with what you would expect to be in the woods. So the people of the townsfolk, right? Yes. We, when the kids are in the bar, they're kind of racist and scary and weird and mean. In the original movie, there was a group of people, their car was sabotaged, they had a flat tire, and the other guy accidentally, accidentally them, yeah. runs into them. So they, that's what starts their journey. In this movie, in the reboot, there's a group of friends that are hiking. And with this movie, we have a very ethnically diverse group of friends. And two, and very obviously chosen that way. Yes. You have the gay couple. Yep. You have the biracial couple mm-hmm. uh, with a, a black person and a white person. And then you have um, the really like hipstery, hip doctor chick. Yes. And her, her overly masculinized boyfriend. Yes. yes. And it's so stereotypically chosen to be like the Bernie Sanders crowd, for lack of a better term, right? Yeah. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But I wanted to give them their due. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, when this very ethnically diverse group of friends, uh, ethnically and, you know, socially, sexually diverse, this very diverse group of friends goes into this bar, you know, that's... In the sticks of West Virginia, right? It's a very diving... They are, again, fish out of water. We, you know, and of course... You know, there has to be a little conversation between the locals, and I, I kind of in they my head. They started though the guy in in the woke group, right? Starts. So, and I kind of had names for all of them because <laughs> you know, there's the the girl that dates the black guy Darius. Mm-hmm. So she's white savior. So oh, there's white sure. savior. Um, yeah, there's like the hipster. You know, I'm I'm uh, you know typically I'm I'm a doctor. I'm an oncologist. Which I'm sorry, you don't look old enough to be an oncologist, and I'll go ahead and be an ageist. She called. She said that she's an oncologist in this movie, and I'm like, bitch, you look like you're 21. I digress. Um, yeah. Then there's white privilege mm-hmm. who can't shut his fucking mouth. One of my first notes is I already can't stand any of these characters. Well, that's like, see, that's I, part of the problem with the movie, though, yeah. is that these are supposed to be the people we like, and they're obnoxious, and they're made to be that. Yeah. Right, and that's part of the when I get to my what the hell does this movie mean and why I don't like it. But uh, and again, I'll put yeah. my pin back in. One that. of one of the guys, we in, the, hate these in, guys. The, in the gay couple, he was like, you know, they're talking about hiking, and he was like, oh well, don't get me up early because if I don't get my eight hours, I'm, you know, I can't be dealt with. And it's like, well, then why the fuck did you go hiking? Did you think we were gonna start at four o'clock? Like there was just actually the one character, Lewis. He's the only one I liked. He was the least annoying and the least stereotypical. Of, of most of the characters. Which is saying something because, and again, they are supposed to be our protagonists. I mean, the father and daughter are the main protagonists, mm-hmm. but the, we're supposed to, I mean, I don't know if they're supposed to be, and this is one of my big issues, and I'll, I'm going to just jot to my notes here real quick. Um, like, are, who's, who's the villain here? Because, he, like, we're supposed to be like, oh, the Foundation's not the villain, but they are. They really are. See, I I disagree. I think our our diverse woke group, they're the bad guys. Right, and w- so what is this saying in post-Trump America in 2021? That the, that the woke people are the bad guys in the film? My take on it is... Because that's why I was like, ew, wait. Is this secret... Is this secret conservatism propaganda, this film? See, I didn't look at it as secret conservatism... Conser- Conservatism? Conservativism? No, I took it as like a fear of the other. Like Frankie, we're all afraid of each other. They're well, that's the thing, it's like they're they're different. You know, you're looking at somebody that's like they this this so anyway, just to quickly do a plot, because I don't think we quite got there that 
So I they know, we should probably start summarizing the movie. They, you know, anyway. this, this this hiking group of of friends basically stumbles into the woods where there is a group called the Foundation, and these are the completely off grid. Like even the townspeople don't like the Foundation because these are people because they're villainous. They <laughs> before the Civil War, this is a group of black white natives like they were like we do not like what this country is doing we're gonna go start our own thing so regardless of ethnicity they went and they started their own little group of people called the foundation and they have been living that way for like you know since before the civil war you know they hunt they get their own food they make their own clothes they have their own laws they They have their own civilization they speak in a nordic tone they have their own language and they're just living off the grid. Their only rule is like, don't trespass, don't come in our woods. But they're they're soup. But here's the thing, I do not agree with your your assessment. I think okay, that this film, play, yes, respectfully, respectfully, I will agree to disagree because I think that this film posits that they're so woke because they're all different. Like he even goes out of his way, right? The vener- the venerable, whatever his name is, yeah. goes out of his way to point out that they have people of color, right? This isn't about color or your sexuality. This is just because you broke our morals, right? And they live by their code. But what does their code mean? Number one, it means that people will be left alive to suffer for the rest of their lives in agony after getting their eyeballs poked out. It means number two, that yes, we have this strong code where we have morals and we're better than woke society because we're this old, you know, occult for lack of a better term. But then they turn around and she's like, well, what if I give you my body? And they're like, we'll take it. And she's like, oh, and yeah, he's really smart and he can like help you live. And they're like, we'll take it. He's got a warrior spirit. They're fucking consumers too. It's capitalism with uh, corporal punishment being way more okay. They are barbaric in their ways. They're full of shit about their moral code because the second they see something they can use in these two people, they say, well, fuck our morality and the guy that they killed and all the lying they did. I'm going to hit that. I'm going to tap that ass, right? So there's so much hypocrisy and bullshit and fake Oh yeah, there's there's culturally there's there's African Americans in your group. That's wonderful. Where's their cultural representation in your Nordic tongue and your like? I just think it's such a show bullshitty. The foundation is bullshit. The woke kids are bullshit. And then at the end of the film, the the ironically the townsfolk help them. Now that I found interesting. Yeah. But think of this, Jackie. The townsfolk were racist, right? It was like, oh, but a colored white... Like, who talks like that in 2021? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. But, right, so basically you're all... You all suck. You're all the villains. And the movie ends with her uh, killing everybody, right? And, yeah, and now she's won the game of America because she was the most barbaric. That's the moral of the story here? She wins because she was willing to be the most violent and horrific and calculated. Yay, America. It was a depressing, depressing posture. There was never going to be a happy ending in this. But there has to be, right? There has to be a happy ending in this. Because if this is America now, and we're all just the worst, right? The woke people are the worst. And and I'm saying that's what this movie is saying. This is not what I'm saying. The woke people are the worst. The fucking crazy cultists living in the woods with the militias are the worst. And the fucking redneck conservatisms are the worst. And the, the, the liberals are the worst. And fuck it, the only person who's going to walk away is the person who's the most calculated and the most barbaric. That's what, that's what this is all going to turn into. And that's post-Trump America. That's not post-Trump America. That's the world since wars have been fighting to, to conquer. Like, and so, that so has wrong nothing to turn do with- tells me what? Wrong turn tells me that who's the good guy here? 
There's nobody. There's nobody. Does there have to be? There has to be somebody I, I want to win, to, to live, to, to carry on. The, and she's certainly not. How about the little girl she takes? You know, like maybe she yeah, raises her to. I like that. You know, Ooh, maybe like it's the that. little girl and she rescues her. We can still call whatever the fuck her name is. Rose, Rosie, Ruthie, Rosie, Rosie. The little girl no, was the little girl was Ruthie. Okay. But <laughs> the, the main character, I forget her Jess. name. Jess. No, was she Jess that too? Oh, no, maybe I was making that up. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. what her name is. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe Jennifer walking away with Ruthie and bringing Ruthie into our society is somehow the, the broken the society the broken They're society both that caused all of this society. like the no like, you're right about that you're right you know it's like but here's the thing it's like we're looking at it from and again we're at the, at the movie you know we're looking at it from the perspective of the woke people that these people are barbaric where if you lived in a society like that no. we're the barbarians because we're the ones that okay what did they do they I had a criminal think- they I had do a think trial, they're barbaric. right? Yes, I do. And they had a trial, but I think and they our said, system is barbaric. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like they said, an eye for an eye. You killed that guy by smashing him in the head with a stick. Guess what we're gonna do to but you? Look what they did to the people who weren't guilty of murder. They were guilty by association. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that that is the way that their society works. Do you think that if somebody, some alien, came down here, and what do you do to your guilty? We burn them at the stake, we hang them, we electrocute them, we poison them to death. Right, that's terrible. Exactly. That's barbaric. You know, but and there's so no being, good. But yes, there has to be. Why? Uh, I don't know. Why does because, there have to okay, be Okay, because here's the truth of it, Jackie. You and I, we're on our vacation strubbing through the woods, right? And you, I find you on a spit, like on a pole, being carried by men like that. Yeah, I might kill them too. And if that makes me the bad guy, then so be it. The if language... that makes me worthy of the of a death to them, I can live with that. That's fair. I murdered them. But in my head, I'm murdering them to keep you alive, and I'm not apologizing for that. Is but that guy really so villainous to do that? Okay, so you, you and I mm-hmm. are out in the woods. Correct. We see somebody that is either dead or we think might be dying, and we need to get them to some sort of help or an area... That they can be found. We're not carrying them. We're not no. dragging them. The easiest way for two people to carry a full-grown human being. Wow, we're gonna, I don't know that we're that smart to think of that. Saying, but like that's, but they, they, what I loved about this movie is for every backwoods, you know, then why inbred the, trope. But why all the tracks then? No, 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 no. For every backwoods trope that we are used to in these movies that the woke group threw at the barbarians... They had a completely rational and civilized answer. That's true. You're right. I have no problem not calling the barbarians like the villains. I have no I'm not I'm not saying that I think that one is bad, the other is good. I'm okay with both of them just Being they're the functioning as best as they can in their own societies. I love that. And hey, guess what? They're oil and water. These two societies cannot mix because they are so freaking different. Such different mindsets. So look how ironic, how terrible. None of us deserve this. None of this. Uh, the truth is this land isn't ours and we're getting exactly what we deserve. Because here's the truth of it. The truth is it the, the card drop, the mic drop I was going to give you about why I hated the foundation was because they were colonists 
who came here and settled on the land and acted like it was theirs. That's my big, to me, the biggest hubris of all this is that this land belongs to us or that we have a right to, to you're right, you're so right, Jackie. That's all so perfect and brilliant. You just summarized everything that made me sit so uncomfortably with this film because it's, it's showing us, it, to me, it's showing us the post-Trump America, the look what capitalism has done America. And most importantly, it's to me, and I'm going to quote, I, I found an article here called, We Are One Body Working Together, Terrors of the Nation State in Wrong Turn 2021. Right, and it's uh, you can find it on fathersonholygore.com, and it was basically like we are literally like complicated. It says all of this film complicates our overreductive view of politics as cut and dry, good versus evil, etc. Which is what you said, Jackie, very cleverly, because we want to put every bit of blame in one place, ignoring many of the intersectional issues in society, such as class, gender, and race, that make social life and politics so complicated. And that's exactly yeah. to your point. He's saying the same thing you are, that why this movie mattered and is good is because it shows that we're all so wrong, right? right? Well, like I said, you just called the barbarians colonists. Right? Yeah, because 1859. Right. That was when they... So these people that are there now are the children of the, of the children right, of the, of the ch Oh, they're all guilty, right? Yeah, but so are the woke people. They're the children of the children of the colonists, too. None of us would I be know, here. they're all... So it's like we can't even call one a group of colonists and not the yeah. other because we're all children of the generations gonna, ago yeah. of the colonists. It's, like, it's just so scary. None of us would be here if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? Like it, they're all so colonists. No, yep, and and my argument is that we we took a land that wasn't ours. The colon, and I say we because I certainly wasn't a colonist. My neither of my uh, sides were involved in any of the colonization. But the colonists themselves took something that didn't belong to them, and now we're like, we don't get why this isn't working. We're so confused. We don't yeah. understand. Um, but yeah, you're right. And maybe it's not reductive. Maybe it's exactly what we deserve to post-Trump America. Um, now you keep saying post-Trump because America there's pre-Trump America, there's post-Trump America. But like this, to me, like again, like I'm going back. Like this is not post-Trump America. This is America. This is the world. The yeah. world. This yeah, is yeah, wars in no, Rome. Right. This is you find something you want. You take a larger, stronger group. You go and take it. It's been the dawn of time. Yeah, humans are just the worst and don't deserve to be on this. Yeah, like we really just, are. We're the, just the worst. We got here. We took it. From the animals, yeah, you're we right. took you're it from Mother Nature, yeah. you know, and, and I, I'm not trying to take away your thoughts about no, pre it's and post Trump, but like, yeah, yeah. it's so <laughs> much bigger than Trump, it's so much bigger than America, it's, it has been since some creature had the wherewithal to make a weapon against another creature. Yeah, no, you, you speak such a good point. It just bums me out even more, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I oh, couldn't yeah. handle no. this <laughs> as being just our world, to think of it as we're, every human's existence Welcome ever. to the winter of our discontent. Oh, my like, God, this is, yeah, this, whoa, just, we should have done this episode of the winter. We're going to die alone inside. <laughs> like, let's just bring this completely we're all down. Just all the we're, we're on the earth, all the turtles yeah, back. We're on I a can't. giant flying rock of And doom. no one has virtue. Nobody's right. No one's good. I mean, the father. But I mean, let's talk about Matthew Bodine for a second. Fucking national treasure. National Bodine, treasure. I should have said. Silver Fox. Silver Fox, the finest. And what an adorable daddy story. I re I liked that they <laughs> act. I, I like it with the family. Guilty. The family element that they put into this is something that you don't often get in horror movies. A treat. Yes, it a really treat. was. It really was. I don't. It's I don't, a little too long. This film, though. Like this movie. Yeah, <laughs> this movie was a little bit too long. I don't want to walk away and say that nobody's good, everybody's bad, everything sucks. Because again, 
the the barbarians i hate the foundation I'm no call you were right the first time <laughs> um, like they think they're doing good in their own right and the woke group thinks they're doing good in their own they think they're doing what is right they thought the one friend was killed by them they were defending themselves the one guy was you know all tied up they you know he got caught in what the foundation was saying was an animal trap and they were trying to at least like Bring him somewhere where someone could find him and save him or help him or give him medical attention. By the way, here's my one gripe about the woke group. Okay. Here's my. Ooh, there's a lot of gripes. Here's about my them. biggest they gripe are about fucking them. annoying. Continue. This whole group is walking through the woods, and suddenly this log is barreling toward them. These. Idiots. Nobody thought to go sideways. That's what I, they <laughs> ran away straight down in the path of the giant frigging log nobody went left or right and i'm screaming at my television like i'm watching fucking sports like they literally <laughs> are running away from the log and i'm like fucking serpentine like go left right, just go, go left right. or right. I would, you will be but here's fine. the thing left or right would you have had enough time to get left or right before it hit you that log fell for a while. Okay. It rolled down no, the that's hill fair. for a while. And the other thing, so at one point, the the <laughs> the super smart hipster girl, she, <laughs> she falls into an animal hipster. trap and is impaled by like seven different oh, pointy sticks. Oh, she's in a bad way. And her boyfriend is there and what she's like, save me. And he's like, I'm going to go get help. She's like, no, don't leave me. you got to save me. Fucking save you? Me. Really save you? And this is to my point of why like... You know, I, I'm here for both sides. What is he going to do, Swiss cheese? He's going to pull you off of those spits, and you're either going to you're gonna not be able to walk, and you're going to bleed out. So what happens is he leaves to go find help. So she's sitting there impaled in nine different areas, and one of the people from the foundation comes up, sees her, No, it's the sim- civilized thing to do. It is the absolute, he just, he put you out of your misery, because there was no surviving Wait a minute. There Wait was a minute. no surviving Time out for adventure, though. I'd still rather hang out with her than the guy who, if I tell a lie in court, is going to gouge my eyeballs out and make me eat people for the rest of my life. Call me crazy. Call me woke. But my point is, you're right. She was very stupid. But Jackie, full disclosure, I don't know that I'm going to have the, like, wherewithal and the braveness in that moment. If I'm impaled in 12 places, definitely not bleeding out. I might be like, Jackie, please don't leave me. You, I need you to understand I might be that needy in that moment. <laughs> because you might be like, Marissa, quick, put a bullet in my brain. But A, I probably won't be able to do it because I'll be too scared. And B, if I'm the one who's impaled, I'm going to beg you to stay with me. And I'm going to be really fucking pissed when you leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I feel like that was so human, though. No, oh, no, it absolutely was. Yeah, you were bad with your choice. Yeah, you don't, you don't want your loved one to and leave you alone to die. P.S., I know I'm a really shitty, petty, like, girlfriend, wife, whatever. Matt fucking leaves me in that moment. I will haunt him from the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> because, fuck you, I am dying here. You will yeah. stay and keep eye contact and tell me I'm pretty and tell me it's going to be okay. You do not leave in that moment. Just a little back team. I'm going to be like, Jack, it's so fine. It's yeah. not that, just don't look. It's not, yeah, that, it's bad. not that bad. You're fine. You're fine. Let's let's get white girl wasted. Like, I would leave you. I would Yeah, I'm not you. saying that leaving was the best option. He's the dick. He's the dick. He's the problem in that group. Oh, yeah. And Darius should have never got off the path. Who's hiking the Appalachian Trail and thinks, I'm going to head off the path real quick. Whenever yeah. I'm on a hike, the anxiety I feel that I'm not going to get to the next marker and that I've somehow accidentally gone off track. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not getting off track. No. Die. But anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or maybe I'm just the wuss, and I've seen too many of these movies. No, no, I'm, I'm not that I hike often at yeah, all. I think I've hiked like twice. But even still, like there, yeah, you know, yeah, like you are inexperienced. And again, it comes back to you don't know what you're doing, but you've got the hubris to go out there and think that you're just gonna fucking hike. Yeah, I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna go hike the Appalachian Trail, and I'm gonna go. You know, I'm, I'm gonna lead my group. I mean, people and I'm gonna... eat, pray, love, do it all the time, right? Like the the that move that book Wild, right, and everything. Like everybody goes and hikes. People do it. Yep, that's a good theme of both of these. You need to respect nature and the yes. distinct possibility that there's somebody living out there who you don't want to fuck with. Yeah. Go to bad, right, wrong. Right. Like exactly. that's I am a very big believer in don't mess with nature. Yeah. Like that's a big theme I take away from most like Jaws, this. Every <laughs> summer movie teaches me don't fuck with nature. Yeah. Also, are you saying, are we saying? That the micro level here, the daddy-daughter relationship, mm-hmm. the, um, although, because here's where I, I was like starting to get sentimental at the end. I was like, oh, there's, there's a theme about family and how if the macro level's all jacked up, which it is, the whole world is on fire, and you're right, it always has been, um, maybe the micro level's where we need to live, right? The daddy-daughter bond, the, the, the importance of love, the importance of connection, but then sh- she's not going to abort that baby. She's going to keep it. Because that's the right thing to do. And that was another, like, warning. This is a conser- secret conservative movie. But then at the end when she kills everybody so horribly. And then she, like, grabs the little girl's hand and they walk away together. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a little bit too much of, like, that conservative family values. Which, again, maybe I was just looking for an excuse to hate on this film. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'm just looking for a reason to hate it because it's just a grim theming and a grim story but i just felt like are they secretly trying to push me on some sort of conservatism here we can't forget that the real enemy is the rich like that was a good really good lesson from from the part the scene where the guys came from the town the scary mean racist guys who also beat them up in the streets and they came to rescue them from the foundation well i was gonna say and like matthew modine character i'm like that was was like fuck you that well that's the rich I mean, she is, but do you think they, they're one percenters? They're not one percenters. He just randomly was able to very quickly Stop get $5,000 to give the track. That, I did think that. You she know, he clearly is right an architect there. or like yeah. he's. Maybe they are the one percenters. I mean, she is coming from a upper middle class right. or wealthy. You know, this is white privilege written all over. Yeah, I'm know? talking to people three steps above their heads. I'd even give them a chance to do the right thing because I'd like to think Matthew Modine would come around. In the in the class war, Matthew Modine's gonna pick up a gun with us. I believe that. Oh, for, he, like, he does it in the in movie. My heart like, of he, right. I think yeah. Right. He, he gets, and she he would too. I think yeah. after all that. But my my point is, I think what what this film reminds me of, and I'm hoping the the filmmakers were smart enough to do this for me, and that not because they're working the opposite way, but like. It's not about the conservatives versus the liberals or the minorities versus the majorities or, you know, the real problem we're having in this country and in the world, arguably, is that the super duper wealthy are keeping us all just literally oppressed by our own poverty. And we're all working towards the capitalist cog to make them richer. And they keep telling us trickle down will kick in any day now. Any day now. But the truth is, is that we're not each other's enemies. Really, we have an enemy and we're just like Elon Musk is is laughing his way to the bank every day. Mm -hmm. These people are just hoarding wealth while the rest of us all die and drown and then fight each other yeah. and I'm hoping that this film meant to point that out I just don't know that it got there the way I would have liked it to yeah. I guess is, is a fair because at least it has us talking about all this right yeah. what did we talk about the first See, and it's so funny like the difference of, of how you like you're viewing it like it's almost in the negative 
because of the conservative kind of family values where I looked at it with her keeping the baby is you know, just her, it's her uh, choice. Spoke. Like that's oh, her it prerogative. Oh, it is hundred percent. Yeah, choice. that's what right. I mean. Like it didn't. And like, I think it's actually sweet. That yeah, right. like I didn't go, look at it toward the conservative family value propaganda. Right. I just, I'm just wondering. I yeah, like I kind of took it as like, well, look at her. Like she went Making through all of that trauma, and she was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and. You know, I'm going to single parent this shit and I'm going to... Two kids. Well, you know, I say single parent this shit, which clearly she's living at her father's house in her very privileged situation of, you know, they'll help me with the baby. But you're right. No, she... Ultimately, that choice is up to her and that's... I do want to go on record for that. But I thought it was an interesting choice that it was just like, oh yeah, that's our baby. And again, I'm probably overthinking why that was built into there. It was probably just a plot choice. But politically, it just... It just was one of those things that set off a little flag. And I think... It's ironic because it's me speaking to my oversensitivity and my over-wokeness, if you will, since we're using it in that way. But um, I'd rather be over-woke and over-sensitive about that stuff. I don't know. I do like that this movie made us talk about all this. Yeah. I also did secretly adore the, the family undertones. And I liked that at the end it was her. Dude, her her violence, though. Can we talk about her, like um, Jenny's evolution into whatever the fuck she is by the end of that movie? Holy shnikes. It's kind of a... Eh? point for me in the movie i liked it at the first time when she was stabbing the crap out of the face because i was like okay trauma yeah that'll well that's fair my thing is it's just character wise yeah like they like like she flipped a switch and she became like this fucking yeah like she became like wilderness jane like overnight and suddenly she's like a you know annie oakley with the gun and she's a crack shot with the arrow like I don't know. I thought that was like that kind of actually ruined my suspension of disbelief. Very true. That she just suddenly became, you know, Xena Warrior Princess yeah. overnight. You know, they were right, how the three long, weeks that yeah, she was How long the, were they there? Six this, weeks. Six, well, yeah, I guess this the six weeks that she was there. Yeah, I call bullshit on her being that, like, that yeah, good. Like she suddenly, like you know, she can wield weapons and she knows the woods and she knows the wilderness. She could take down a group of men in an RV. Like there was a there was like three or four dudes, including the big guy, right? And again, and the she took them, is, yeah, and yeah. she took them all down. Was Darius there at the end? No, he stayed oh. with the group. Like he's no, back. I meant no, no. I oh, know, in uh, the RV because I hated when he stayed back too. Oh, I meant in the RV. Oh, I so didn't you like that he? I like that he felt that he found a place in the world. Where he was seen. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting statement on yeah. his color. Like you know, like yeah. just. Hmm. I yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I like that he stayed. He found I, his tribe. Like but, that's really cliche. So, but so, like, but that's what he wanted to be valued for was was being ruthless and huntery and. You say ruthless, but there's nothing ruthless about oh their God, way the, of life. You don't think there's anything ruthless? They were clearly no. That's I, the bare bones, like the the hunter gatherer living, making farming. I'm all about it. I'm ready to move to a commune today. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You want to sister wipe this shit up in the mountains? I'm in because I really do think like society's collapsing around us. No, that part of everything I am here for. I am not here for the dude who was like the one guy who was being rapey in the 
in the tr- the thing. I'm not down for setting traps in the woods in case anybody accidentally stumbles upon your freaking... Those mostly were animal traps. They are mostly, not meant but for people. I put a bear but trap like, on my front lawn no, and, and a dog walks into it. That's on me. But why would you have a front trap? Why would you put a bear trap in your front why lawn Why are they in putting bear traps in their because front lawn? Because they are in the woods. Then, you are but, in suburbia. But if I'm taking a stroll through the woods and I get caught in a bear trap, that that's on me? And it, yes. No, that's why? not on me. You are walking in nature. You and you're not being a, a I love how aggressive you're defending these people when he he's willing to take her as a wife against her own. Against she offered she saw it was death, or I'm gonna make myself useful. That was cringy. That the, a woman's only worth is hers. That, but that was her body. choice. That was she oh saw God, a that way was, that, that she could survive. Choice. Okay, then she was gonna die, and she didn't want to die. No, and I liked. I did really like the line where she was like, "I just make the next choice." Like that's yeah. how I'm doing this. She like, has I'm to make the she, next decision. She has to survive. No, and she was very clever. Yeah, I didn't hate her as a final girl. Yeah, I wouldn't call her a final girl. You wouldn't. No. Oh my god, Jackie, she's totally a final girl. She escapes those guys at the. Those guys were gonna kill her once that baby was born. You do know that. I know yes. you that no, you your team them, but they were one hundred percent. She broke their laws. Their laws are okay. different than ours. Their society is barbaric. So are we. No. Yes. Well, yes. When we kill people, yes. But I don't. I don't agree to that. I. I would. I work to change that. I want our society to be more just and more. I think we try to be just and right. We don't just say, "All right, Jackie, did you do it? Did she do it? You. You lied about it. I'm gonna fucking put you." Would Would you say I did it in that moment? Would you be like, "Yeah, Marissa killed the fuck out of that guy"? I don't know. I can't answer that. I I would want you to live. I would lie. You know I'm a sneaky bitch. You know I would be like, "Jack, didn't do that." (laughs) You see that guy in the back over there? This goes back to what we said in the beginning about what our definition of civilization is: is the definition that we put on everybody else, and we expect them to live at our definition of civilization. Right, but maybe maybe there is no such thing as civilized, and maybe that's a really hard pill for me to swallow. It's Maybe. just, uh, I just, I have to believe that there is, there is a marked notion of being civil towards one another as human beings, but we are, we are so far gone past all that. And maybe we were never there. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's it's just it's a bummer. It's a bummer on a. It's like you know what, but Jackie? I, I don't feel like going camping anymore. I don't. But I agree with what you said about <laughs> returning my camping about stuff. the micro. You have to make your own bubble. Yeah. The happy place and and the, and the place of civility. Yes, in your own bubble. Yeah. That's and all we got, folks. Unfortunately, we can't have the expectation that the way we live our life is the way that our neighbor is going to live their life. And, I know. I just, you know? I want to live in the world where the most barbaric and the most horrific and the most violent are not the victors. I, I know that that's like me being like, I want to live on rainbow unicorn lollipop land. Yeah. I know that's naive and I know that, but I can't live in this world in 2023 without thinking that the good is what's going to get us all through. And I know that's what gets me killed first in the zombie apocalypse. Right. I realize that. But I, I just... Well, I think for the most part, you know... I wanted the Matthew Modine to be the end. <laughs> I do. I want the Matthew Modine kissing his daughter to be the end of the movie. That's Marissa's ending. Right. If I ever make my director's ending, that's it. Because that's... that's it. You're right. To me, that's the theme that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Daddy and daughter love each other. Daddy, daddy carried you. I love that they both kind of rescued each other at various yeah. moments throughout the film. Uh, and that's my ending. I don't want my ending to be she has to kill and to to to, to win. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's yeah, fair. That's all. I mean, at the end of the day, this isn't real life. This what? Movie. <laughs> this didn't really happen. <laughs> um, it Good is Lord. just a movie. So we should go camping. 
So we really could go could camping. Could go hiking? That's terrible. Go... I'd much rather go to like the bar. <laughs> De-civilized. <laughs> Notice I no longer say library or tamari. Um, <laughs> but I still say Wednesday, Wednesday. And Tuesday, and Thursday, <laughs> and water. So and water. Water, there water. you go. See, there you go. Anybody that makes fun of me for saying water, you can take civilization and shove it up up your ass. Shove it right up your wazoo. Shove it up your gritty. Shove it right (laughs) up your what? Your gritty. Your gritty? Yeah. You're going to put it in my mascot? Well, they don't know it's a mascot, so it sounds dirty like your butt. Dude, everybody knows Gritty. Gritty is a fucking oh, yeah, national Gritty, oh, Gritty over Dude, here. Dude, he became the He's fucking... He's great. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love I'm Gritty. I'm like, you better calm shit down. If there's you better calm it the way down know, right you got, Dude, you got the <laughs> most worked up you've been in years. You were like, what do you mean you don't like Gritty? Like, literally. It was like the most Philly I've I'm seen I'm going to beat you with a Wawa <laughs> hoagie. I'm going to beat you with a Philly. Me, me suggesting I didn't like Gritty was the most Philly I've seen you get in a minute. And I'm so... <laughs> Basement, somebody call for the mop. <laughs> somebody call for the uh, services. But no, I... <laughs> no, I love Gritty. It just sounded dirty. Anyway, okay. fine. The Philly Fanatic's great, too. He is. He's from the Galapagos Islands. Little, yeah. He's from the Galapagos Islands? Yes. Do you not know this? No. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he has a whole history. Stop. He <laughs> Does that explain his very inappropriate tongue? Because he's a child's mascot. He should be putting that thing away. The Philly Fanatic is a large green monster-like mascot for the Philadelphia Phillies. Zoologically, <laughs> he seems derived from an anteater and his backstory claims he's from the Galapagos Islands. And he is a form of bird. Say, Wow. <laughs> Jesus, Philly. You need to spend less time on that stuff and more time on um, <laughs> drafting valuable players. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hockey. Not, yes. Oh, yeah. But, no, right now. Oh, my God. Let's not even talk about the flyer look shit Look at us, show. like, being like, uh, sports. Actually, <laughs> sports. This, this is a, I'm going to tag sports in this episode. <laughs> I hope somebody Hashtag out there listens through the whole episode wondering, when are you going to talk about sports? You know what? Hashtag sports. Hashtag you know, the, sports. The Eagles are the favorite for the Super Bowl this year. They have got the it Eagles. good. They got the good. You know who sucks? The fucking everybody else in Philly. The 76ers and uh, the Actually, Phillies. I yes, they do. I can't speak to the union because I do not follow soccer, so I cannot speak to how they are doing. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I know the Flyers. I mean, we're an off season. Flyers were terrible, but we and we're just you know we threw out a bunch of the management. Are and, struggling. You know, the Phillies are yeah, struggling. Phillies were, Phillies I are. hate. Why are we talking about Philly sports? I hate Philly sports. That's it. Go bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you all? <laughs> hashtag Philly Sports. Oh, hashtag, hashtag Murder by Murder. Hashtag F New York. Not the episode is not over. The episode <laughs> yes. is not over. Bye bye. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode <laughs> and the interesting conversations that have sparked from these movies. Go don't, Yanks! Don't forget to check us out on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there. If you want to support New York sports teams, you are Woo-hoo! more than welcome to because we, we are love everybody here. 50% New York, 50% Philly. Oh yeah. This is, see, this is two, really sucks. this what? is two communities working together. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I'm two sorry. civilizations working together. That's right. Philly sports together. teams in New York. And just because you're barbaric and evil, okay, we work together. <laughs> I'm going to break a bottle over your head. <laughs> And I'm going to throw batteries and snowballs at you. <laughs> and then, make, and then uh, beat Santa Claus in the street. Right? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. On that note, my dear friends. Uh, bye bye.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 